0: Welcome back to the Self-care Bestie Podcast. Today we're going to be talking all about appreciative joy. I'm not going to lie every time someone tells me they're going to Disney World, I get a little jealous. Strike that a lot jealous. I don't really have an explanation for it other than that I love Disney World. I've been there at least ten times in my life, but no matter who goes to Disney World, be it a family member or a close friend or relative or stranger whose Instagram feed I've stumbled upon, I always think two things. Yay, they're at Disney World, and I wish I was at Disney World. Can you relate? It doesn't have to be about Disney World, though that certainly seals the deal for us being besties if it is, but do you ever find it difficult to be genuinely 100% happy for someone when they get the thing that would make you genuinely 100% happy? Well, this episode of the My Self-Care Bestie podcast is going to help us cultivate appreciative joy. That's joy for what we do have joy for what we don't have and true real deal joy for others it's a little different from regular old gratitude though obviously i'm still a fan of that and then it stretches us beyond our comfort zone a bit more rather than simply calling to mind things that are going well for us we will also be growing in compassion loving kindness and equanimity by appreciating our life as is in each moment So, I'm so excited to get started with the activities I'm going to talk about with this episode. So, let's buckle up and get going. It's going to be an awesome ride. Now, it's a little easier to feel appreciative joy for others when things are going well for us, also. It can be a little tricky when we feel like life has handed us a big old pile of lemons and everyone else is drinking lemonade. However, if we really want to benefit from appreciative joy, we must learn to cultivate it regardless of our own circumstances. So I want you to list some people that you love and some things that are going well for them right now. See if you can, simply by calling these people and circumstances to mind, begin to feel genuine delight for their blessings. Now, another part of this is jealousy that we have to deal with. Jealousy is no fun. Let's be honest. It doesn't look good on anyone. People tend to be able to sense the faintest hint of jealousy in others, but it's a little more difficult to acknowledge it when we feel jealous ourselves. This is partly because we know jealousy isn't ideal and we're afraid it makes us a bad person. The good news is it doesn't make you a bad person, but it really doesn't do you any favors where your mood is concerned either. So how do we banish those bad vibes? First, we have to become aware of them. So on a worksheet page, either in the appreciative joy issue of my self-care bestie, which you can find in my Etsy shop, or just on a separate piece of paper, list uh, several types of jealous thoughts that you have. Jot down some instances where you feel you could remember being jealous. Resist the urge to rush through it, even though it may feel uncomfortable to own your envy. I also want you to write down some of your triggers, so be sure to do that too. So now that we've thoroughly covered how to be happy for others, it's time to talk about how to keep our eyes on our own prize. So I want to invite you to take an inventory of what you do have and don't give a second thought to what you don't. Your challenge, should you choose to accept it, is to take a walk around your house and pay close attention to what you see. Take stock of the items you've saved up for or recently replaced. Look at all those photos from the amazing vacations you splurged on and appreciate that you had that experience notice any hand-me-down items that may have sentimental value and appreciate the relationships that make it special. In particular, pay attention to how you feel as you appreciate each special item or memory. Okay, now there are a million social and sciencey reasons that our minds tend toward complaining, but one thing is for sure, they don't do us any good. Think about the things you most often complain about, or better yet, think about one or two things you've complained about lately, maybe even today. What is at the root of your complaint? A scarcity mindset? Resentment towards someone? Frustrations, overwhelm, or stress? Bring insight to the things you complain about by doing a free journaling session about it. Set a timer for at least five minutes and try not to censor your thoughts or writing at all. I love this quote by Randy Pausch. Complaining does not work as a strategy. We all have finite time and energy. Any time we spend whining is unlikely to help us achieve our goals and it won't make us happier. Just had to share that with you. All right. Sometimes appreciative joy will flow naturally, like when we overcome a big obstacle or someone we love intensely celebrates a big life victory. Other times we may find it more difficult to cultivate feelings of genuine appreciative joy, like when we're in the midst of personal tragedy or we begin to feel frustrated that the thing we wanted isn't happening in the time frame we wanted it to. So hear me loud and clear, that's okay. And it's very, very natural. Appreciative joy is something we can commit to practicing in both the times when it seems to flow more naturally and the times when it doesn't seem to flow at all. So I have some activities listed in the appreciative joy issue of my self-care bestie, and I'm going to share them with you here too. Just commit to choosing one per day to train your appreciative joy muscles, so to speak. I also want you to think about adding your own activities. And also, as always, I'd love to hear what you come up with in either the My Self-Care Bestie Facebook group or the Self-Care Besties Facebook group, where we are always talking about our self-care wins. Okay, so here's a few ideas for you. Create a morning routine in which you spend at least two minutes contemplating all that you have. Make time for exercise. It really does relieve stress and create space for joy. Set a reminder on your phone for several times throughout the day to be grateful or choose joy. Take a break from social media for a whole day or maybe even longer. Take at least five minutes to journal about any hurts or disappointments you might be experiencing. The goal is not to get rid of them, but merely to notice and move on. Now, as I've said before, some people are just easier for us to love and be happy for than others. When those near and dear to us get what they want, we tend to celebrate with them naturally. But it can be a bit tricky, however, to celebrate with or for people who are difficult to love or who have wronged us in some way. This is where cultivating loving kindness comes in. If you're a person who prays, you'll find this exercise similar to praying for people. If you're not, you can consider this a meditation, which is meant to help you stir up compassionate feelings for people you might not otherwise feel inclined to care about. There's no right or wrong way to do this, and with continued practice, you'll be able to more readily experience appreciative joy for even the most difficult person to love in your life. It may not happen overnight, so give yourself grace and be gentle with yourself as you introduce this practice into your self-care routine. So when you're cultivating loving kindness for someone, begin with someone that you love very much. Think about them, cultivate warm, loving feelings towards them. Then, after you've done that, think about someone that you're neutral towards. Wish them well, send them good thoughts, vibes, prayers, whatever you want to say. Then move on to someone who has wronged you or is difficult to love and do the same for them. And then after a few minutes of that, spread that love and peace and good wishes to all humanity. Spend a few minutes praying for each person in each category to experience love, health, happiness, and safety. If you prefer not to pray, you can repeat the phrases, may they be loved, may they be healthy, may they be happy, may they be safe. Don't rush through this. Spend a few minutes for each person. All right, we're just about to wrap up this episode. But before we do, I want to say to you a few words of encouragement. Appreciative joy is a beautiful concept and it can truly make your world a better place. However, like anything worth having, it may take time to cultivate it you'll likely need to make a commitment that this is something you want more of in your life and then apply the practices discussed regularly. All right, trust me, I'm saying this as much to me as I am to you. The thing I love most about the concept of appreciative joy is that it is meant to stretch us. It's meant to help us grow into the best possible version of ourselves. People who love freely, who celebrate life frequently, and people who aren't tossed about by negative emotions people who recognize that even in difficult circumstances, it is always possible to choose love and joy. Take a moment and think about your biggest takeaway from this episode and if possible, write it down. I want you to know that I'm so proud of you and I cannot wait to share your journey with you towards appreciative joy in either one of our Facebook groups, the My Self Care Besties subscribers group or the Self Care Besties group. Can't wait to talk to you again soon. Thanks for tuning in.